1: Still in the tournament, might be on the bubble. The net is not real comforting. Yeah. Saturday's performance. Hey, it's tough to win on the road. Like the the this year, it's even tougher. It seems. And I mean, I I think the game this year has changed with the COVID seniors still, Mm -hmm. the transfer portal, all that kind of stuff. So it's not a given to go on the road and win. And there's a lot of good teams that their splits home to road are way off the charts. And on the opposite spectrum, I mean, look at. Arizona, Tim referred to Utah. Look at Craig Smith at home in the Huntsman Center compared to, to when they go on the road. And Nebraska's home and road splits are, are well documented. But have no fear. Tim says they're in the tournament still as a 10 seed. I think you do it to yourself that Wisconsin becomes even bigger. Now, yeah. it's tough to win on the road. My disappointment, and Jacob Bigelow, Jones top of the hour, is Nebraska got their butt kicked. Mm -hmm. you you can lose when somebody's hitting some shots and they get on a heater and it's a good game and there's winners and losers and winning is hard. But when you absolutely just get kicked and you have no response, that's where I have a problem with. And that's what happened on Saturday against Maryland. If you would have told me Nebraska would go to College Park and only give up 73 points, I would say, Nebraska might have a fighter's chance in that game. That's what they did. 73 points. Mm Mm-hmm. But, you know, Tom, Dick, and Harry at the end of the bench came in from Maryland and started hitting threes. <laughs> I know the, the the popular thing is, well, you know what? Um, the scrub guy comes in and he hits threes. That's a Nebraska thing. You yeah. know what is a Nebraska thing? They don't run guys off the three-point hey, exactly. line. Exactly. They don't close out. They have bad communication. So the way that they were beat is the thing that i most disturbed about. Not that they lost. Okay, Winning is hard, especially on the road. But just, they got punked. Yeah. Got, to, there's yeah. no hope. And, and, and their lack of athleticism gets exposed in games against Maryland where Maryland looks like Mike Loxley is coaching <laughs> him, and running the strength and conditioning program to Nebraska. Nebraska's guys look small compared to Maryland the yeah. other day. And, and there was a part of that game where
0: even when, and I think it was when like Kaiser got his first three, and you knew that Maryland was going to at least have some type of offensive like punch, maybe not necessarily beyond the arc because they not a good three point shooting team. But as that game started kind of tightening it up, and I think at one point it was like, you know, then it was 12-8, to 8, and then all of a sudden they took their first lead. Like, I was actually for a two-minute stretch after that. When Maryland got the first lead at 13-12, I kind of was impressed with the way that Nebraska sort of kind of weathered it for a little bit. Because they then I think it was it was either Wiltshire, or hell, it might have been Rink-Mats only made three, one of the two. I don't know, Wiltshire wasn't playing much in the first half. <laughs> well, and that whole part of how you respond to it on the road. Like there was a good small moment there. And then all of a sudden, just like in the blink of an eye, it took off. And and then that it, it is very comparable. Like when I think of the Wisconsin game, that kind of, in my opinion, goes to what you were just talking about, where you just got a team that is on a heater. And, and if I remember correctly, even some of the shots that Wisconsin was making, like they were contested. It wasn't necessarily being run off the three point line, but they were being contested where they weren't getting wide open looks like where the rotation at least, at some point was getting out there. That's a game that I think you can accept because a team was just blistering hot. And, and Nebraska, in, in that game too, shot at a pretty decent clip. You weren't beaten Wisconsin that day. This game, against a much different team, was eerily reminiscent as far as that toughness of being able to box out, handle the full-court pressure, which they could not do at all. You would think they've never seen full-court pressure in their life the way that they just com- completely came unglued. Those, to me, are like the alarming signs of Okay, you're asking this team when things like that happen, especially against Rutgers where they got just bullied around inside. When things like that happen and you're trying to compartmentalize that to just have that strictly be on the road to where you come home and it's all flushed out, that's a lot of that's a lot to ask, especially when you have a very solid hot Wisconsin team coming in. That's why I brought up to, to Tim of looking at the schedule down the road now where you've got Wisconsin at home and then you have two pretty tough road games at Illinois and at Northwestern, that all of a sudden you're kind of staring at the potential. If you don't win on Thursday, you're staring at a potential four-game losing streak before you bring yeah. Michigan back home. That's not a great place to be right now. That's why this Thursday night game, it, yeah, I'll call it a must-win as far as how we're looking at this team right now.
1: Hey, you, you played yourself into that real, realistic option is that it is a must-win. I thought the stretch they could go two and two. One and three might be a realistic, but I mean, 0 and four is uh, on the table. So Nebraska's 5 and 0 in the Big Ten at home, and their point differential is plus 49, and they are the second best home team in conference play in terms of efficiency. They go on the road, they're 0 and 5, and their point differential is minus 72, and they are last in adjusted efficiency on the road. They are missing the dog that says, not today, my friends. That is a star that takes over, that is there every day that ends in Y, but especially when you go on the road, Mm -hmm. when you need that. I think another thing about Saturday, and and we'll we'll see if Jacob feels the same way when he joins us after uh, the top of the hour, is I think Fred, in his mind, thought they had some of the rebounding and turnover issues on the road figured out. Yeah. And so when those crept back in, I think he got off kilter, and that whole team was done. Like the, the rotation with Wiltshire in the first half, when he was really your only scoring option, mm-hmm. was very odd compared to how they've handled Wiltshire in the past. Yeah, I thought I thought Fred was taken aback by that. This is still a major issue. Knew it was going to be an issue, but not to the extent that it became again on Saturday against Maryland because they got punked and they didn't have an answer. And now you got to turn around and remind people again that, yeah, we're still good. We're 15 and six. Mm-hmm. You guys were all excited on uh, Wednesday morning. Yeah, we were. Well, okay. You, you, you do it to yourself. And so the Wisconsin game with Chucky Hepburn coming back, who got booed last year, and Chucky's on a heater, and they're 8 and 1, and they're damn good. I think they got mm-hmm. 10 quad one, quad two wins. And one of those wins. rare teams that can win on the road. Yeah. So you, you've, you put yourself back into that position. It's the. It's the world of Nebraska basketball. It's the ghosts <laughs> it of is. Nebraska ball past. And it's, it's, we go back to,
0: what was it, last Monday? Uh, you and some other people are saying it, and I think it's the best way to describe it. It's a weird team. It it's is just a, such it's a, a, weird it's a weird team. It's a weird good team. Yeah, weird good team because yeah. you can watch what they did against Ohio State, and, and even if Ring Mass doesn't go off for 30 plus, you there was enough about that game where they were going to beat Ohio State some way, shape, or form to see what. Guys kind of appear to be like alphas at home where that doesn't translate on the road. And and this is, again, for the, the second straight road game that I have to, even though I get it, he's he's not 100% healthy, but I I need more out of rink mast on the road. Like that, especially inside. Like just kind of getting pushed around guys that are able to get position on him that are getting offensive rebounds and getting offenses that are not great offense like Rutgers, like Maryland. Giving him second and third opportunities and allowing for those. Like, this is where you need your big guy. I don't care if Rink Mast doesn't go off for 25 points. I need those rebounding numbers up. I need guys not coming over him and guys that are pushing him under the basket to get those second, third chance opportunities. Like, that's what I need out of Rink
1: Mast. I don't think I can get it. Um, the other thing that we did not get so I was getting ready for the Omaha game at Denver and I was watching on BTN. But I saw a lot of discussion about the radio broadcast. Yes, that was a relatable for all of us. Kent and Jake have some technical
0: yeah, issues. Yeah, so you spotted could, it out so I, immediately. So yeah. I know exactly the the unit that they use because this happened one time in a baseball broadcast. the The tie line has an app. Yeah. So if you get disconnected, you can go to the tie line on your phone, and it actually it doesn't sound like a normal like cell phone. But yeah, you literally you call the game because it caught them the in the background
1: up. on their phone. Yeah,
0: it was they came out of a yeah. timeout, and you could see in the huddle it looked like Jake and Ken had other things going on so they're just talking to their, like their real estate agent or something like they're just sitting there on their phone and as soon as i saw i'm like oh i bet the tie line went down people so like us saw out. that immediately and oh, anyone yeah. that does yeah. a lot of what we do and right away we're like oh yep. we knew exactly cuz my first thing i see i see Ken on the phone and i go Oh, no. I know exactly what yep. that is. Now, the, that is the good thing about it. So, he's not ordering pizza. The the tie Line app is actually a cool thing, but like, they stayed on the phone the whole game, too. So, one of the uh, boys' basketball games I had to do in Cross County, unroaming. No, just kidding. <laughs> <A> <laughs> I bag know, phone. Do, no, so we would never get any good, like, reception in there. And then we didn't have a line that worked. And so I you literally had to use my phone cell phone table. and I put it underneath my earpiece like this yeah. and just did that. Okay. And I'm like, all right, so my hands are still free, but I'm like Very literally doing the game like that. And when I saw that, I immediately went there. I'm like, oh, yeah. It's good to know that even big-time outfits like Nebraska you know, basketball and, and the network that they have, sometimes you do have to resort to the cell phone. John said Cody had trouble too. Oh. They must have just a
1: tie-line thing then. You don't bet you? You should use Access. I'm an Access guy. Access. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I, I uh, trust, I trust I didn't, Access more. I didn't. Uh, Team Access for life. Um. Wow, that would be that'd be really weird if both the men and women's broadcasts, which were basically back to back yesterday on Saturday, had the same issue. If
0: which, you don't see it, though, I, I will job.
1: say this: If you don't see it, it's hard to
0: tell. When when you're talking through your phone on that actual app, it's really hard to tell. Now I'm assuming they were on that app because it happened with us in baseball before, so. So you're giving an endorsement yeah. for the app. Well, I'm just assuming that they weren't like, okay, they they called and then the, the guy just put them through, like, like the producer put, yeah, put them through the board, and so you're getting more like of a cell phone at the call. Super Bowl during the power out. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like th- that thing is actually pretty handy, but it still makes it extremely, especially in basketball where you're right. you try trying to jot things down as it as it happens. It and triggers like, PTSD hey. from. Games hey, like I, I did
1: a I did a Colorado game, uh, and everything went down. Had to do it by phone. Did the post game with the coach, and I just, yeah, basically handed it's, him the yeah. phone. <laughs> done, and, done that too. And they probably,
0: hopefully, you had a chance during the commercial break to tell me what was going on, but it'd been really funny <laughs> if you're like, all right, coach, so what do you think? And then you get that, and he's looking at you like, the hell? Why are you putting your cell phone in front of me? Uh-huh. <laughs> brought back memories of doing a game via flip phone. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's what I had uh, when I was doing high school uh. basketball in Columbus is if, if ever, if it ever failed, we just had to use like the the little station yeah. flip phone and, I, I, make my bag, I make my bag phone comment. I'm no, saying the that From experience. Was, yeah. I, yeah, we would take a bag phone to some of those yep. high school gyms. Yep.
1: Had those too. Yeah, those was the, the old days of uh, KLIN. We would uh, have to do those. Yep. All right. Uh, Jacob Bigelow, Amy Justin, the last hour. Uh, we'll come back uh, with a couple of uh, emails and tweets about yesterday, the NFC and AFC uh, championship uh, games, uh, and uh, much more. That's still to come as we roll till 10 on a Monday.